A producer's like a director who doesn't have to get out of his chair. You want to be a producer? Head on over to patreon.com slash infendoradio for 20 bucks a month. Put that on your resume. Creating overwhelming urges to buy Nintendo crap since 2005. Infendo Radio is on now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Infendo Radio. It is episode 504, and I'm back. It's it's good to be back. I haven't been here for a couple of weeks, and I've missed it. I missed you all, all you patrons. Now, I'm going to get you guys right out of the way, our producers, because it's, you know, I missed you the most, I think, because you guys are the people that I interact with a lot. Andrew Searson, Brianosaurus, Sky Pharaoh, EP Knothead, Phantom, thank you for producing tonight's show. Um, but to get... On with the show, I'm going to introduce my good friend Steve. And I can say that I've actually seen Steve in person and hugged him and all that fun stuff. So, yeah. How are mm-hmm. you doing tonight, Steve? Yeah. I'm great. I'm not working this week. I feel amazing. I've been playing some stuff that's not Minecraft, if you can imagine that. Oh, well. I, it's, it's either that or Hyrule Warriors for you. So, I'm taking a guess that it's one of the two, maybe? Mm-mm. Not at all. <laughs> well, fair enough. I guess we'll find out here in the change of system after a little bit. But um, one person that I haven't hugged, and I wish I had, Lucas, how are you doing tonight hiding behind that 3DS of yours? Oh, hello. Didn't notice you there. <laughs> I'm doing just dandy, Eugene. How are you, my friend? I'm doing great. Um, it is hot here in New Mexico, so I'm dealing with that. I've got some sweat lines on me. I'm sorry I'm glistening tonight, Twitch, but uh, it's going to be okay. Um, we hope that you're joining us on Twitch. If you're not, make sure that you join us there next week in uh, twitch.tv slash radio. Until then, we're going to take a little break, and we'll be right back with our first segment. Step right up, Kongs. Now is your chance to get your suggestion in for Swanky's Bonus Bonanza over at patreon.com slash infendoradio. All right, and we're back. Um, so we have a little roundtable discussion for you all tonight, but we're doing it in not necessarily the standard roundtable format. We're just going to kind of talk about some topics that are, you know, newsworthy for this week. So, uh, Steve, why don't you take us away with yours? So... Mine actually came out on Friday. Um, QuakeCon was evidently on Friday, which I had, I knew QuakeCon was a thing, but I had no idea that it was going on on Friday. And they decided for the 25th anniversary of Doom to release Doom, uh, Doom 2, and Doom 3 on PS4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. Uh, pricing on those is $4.99, $4.99, $9.99, respectively. Doom includes the... Um, quote-unquote DLC expansion, the fourth chapter, Thy Flesh Consumed. Doom 2 has 20 master levels that were created using the official map editor and supervised by the id producers. And Doom 3 has all the DLC content from the BFG edition. The only real controversy surrounding the the release of these three games is for anti-piracy reasons. They decided to put the Bethesda.net login in front of Doom 1 and Doom 2, so you couldn't even play them until you created or logged into an account. Uh, people threw a fit, as you can imagine people would, and they have since backpedaled an official s- statement from Bethesda 
says that it was unintentional to make that required to get into those games. It was supposed to be optional, and they'll be uh, fixing that in a future patch. So let's talk about so that. So they, oh, I also, <laughs> real quick, before we talk about that, I also forgot to mention they do support couch co-op on all, at least the first two games. I can't remember about the third. Go, Lucas. Yeah. Um, that's a load, right? Like, come on, guys. Let's be real. They wanted to lock it down behind logging into a Bethesda account, and people got mad, and now they're, like, backpedaling any way yep. they can. But come on. Like, it's yep. so obvious, right? It's not just me. We all see what it. They, yeah. What they should have done is... pretty bad. They, what they should have done has been, like, guys, we want it done this way. You get bonus points for doing this kind of stuff. Either you do it or you don't play the game. The Ubisoft method. I think they would have. I think they. Right. Yeah, I think they would have pissed less people off doing it that way, than backpedaling, saying, "Oh yeah, we didn't mean to do it." Yeah, the way the way Ubisoft so. gets away with that, it freaks me out because now that I like do like work that involves information collection, I know that like the only reason they want you to sign up for something is so that they can collect your information. So that's freaky in and of itself. But mm-hmm. like, um it's just it's annoying you know like ubisoft does the same thing but like you said ubisoft does it behind like bonuses so it's like oh if you connect to your uplay account you can unlock exclusive skins and gear that you can only use with a uplay account but it's oh god like Mm -hmm. don't let gaming go this route come on oh they ubisoft did that on one of the versions of rayman um legends Mm -hmm. You could only get the Assassin's Creed skin by signing into a Uplay account. Yeah, I believe it. They do and that kind of stuff all the time. Anyway. So, well, that's that. Um, I haven't played any Doom. But that that being said, I bought I bought all three of them. Um, I've played the first couple of levels of Doom One because why not? So yeah, but yeah, so sure. I will continue to support them even though they're pissing people off. I don't care. I like the games. I don't care if they have my info. Send me ads challenge accepted i think doom is very much one of those games that um you had to like as a kid to like it as an adult because i've tried Mm -hmm. a couple of times but Mm -hmm. it does nothing for me man like you know it's It's a lot like final fantasy 7 in that respect if you didn't like it growing up you're probably not gonna like it now to be completely honest that's probably a fair at least that's where i'm at yeah it's kind of a fair point all right well um Oh, sorry, Eugene. I'm so used to doing this. I was about to usher us into our next segment. <laughs> would you? Would you like to? <laughs> would you like to do that, Grandmaster? <laughs> well, I guess I'll let you usher me into my next segment since I'm next anyway. So let's talk a little bit about EA. So EA's, you know, the seems to be the company that everybody want, likes to beat up on lately, and they kind of do it to themselves, honestly. So they were asked in an interview, um, or I'm sorry, they they said on a conference call, um, it was CEO Andrew Wilson, and he mentioned why the company hasn't been creating quite as many Switch titles. So I'm just gonna go ahead and read this quote verbatim. It's a couple sentences long, so just bear with me here. So he says, anytime we're evaluating platform um, conversations, we're really looking at a couple of things. One, does the game fit, uh, really fit the profile of that platform in terms of the control or the community ecosystem? Two, do we think that the playing community on the platform would appreciate a game and go there? Or would they prefer to play it somewhere else? We have a lot of data 
that would suggest a great many Switch owners also own a PlayStation 4, or a, an Xbox One, or a PC, and that very they and very often choose to play the games that we make on those platforms, even though they have a Switch and enjoy a lot of great content on the Switch. So it goes on a little bit from there, but I'm gonna just kind of stop it from there. Um, so they don't. We've in talked the about that. Yeah, we, we've talked yeah. about this before, right? Like, I own games on both the Xbox and the Switch, and nine times out of ten, I'm going to pick up the Switch copy because of the Switch effect, you know? Like, I can take it portably and play it with me in bed, you know? Like, that's say, we, important. We've, we've coined a term for this. It's called the Switch effect. If it exists on both platforms, I will always buy it on Switch, and I will always play it on Switch. There's nothing else about it and let's like let's make no exceptions here we are all to some degree or another nintendo fanboys but um yeah mm-hmm. no switch mm-hmm. always has my thing I'm, I'm wondering if this is like because it's ea so a lot of the games are more what i what i would consider games that attract a crowd of people that aren't as into gaming like you know oh i love playing madden because i loves me some football that kind of stuff so maybe it's just that there's not a market for it on the switch right now but i think by not trying to create a market ea is kind of shooting themselves in the feet here you know it's like oh you know i I go on to playstation to play this game because all my friends are on playstation but if all their friends were on switch they'd be playing it on switch and they'd be selling a switch version too for when people want to go on the go so yeah it's a it's a self-fulfilling prophecy isn't it like it always it always is that's been like the nintendo model for the last like 20 years it's been a self-fulfilling prophecy nobody wants to make anything for Mm -hmm. nintendo so then nintendo doesn't have any games so then nobody comes to nintendo to play games go ahead steve does ea not own um the guys that did mass effect yes bioware you can't tell me that there's not a mass yeah Bioware. You can't tell me that there's not a massive audience that would love to get some Bioware RPGs on their Switch, new or old. I guess you could even say you there's a mass effect of people <laughs> trying to play those games on the Switch. Thank you. I was trying uh, nice, to get there myself, nice. but I couldn't. I mean, I stumbled in. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean that. That is a BS excuse. It's all the way not true. I, I don't know anybody that owns a Switch and a PS4 that prefers to play the multi-platform games on a PS4 when they can play it on Switch. Unless, again, mm-hmm. all of their friends are on PS4, which is why they're playing on PS4. That's true. That would be why they would prefer it. That is, but if that they is had fair. the game on Switch, then they might want to play it on Switch instead. I, I think it goes right back to the exactly. whole self-fulfilling that prophecy thing, you know? Yeah, they're just they're not they're they're not building a group that wants to play these games on Nintendo consoles. So there's nobody to play them on Nintendo consoles. So they'd rather play them on PC or Xbox or you know something like that. That is a fair point. And Sony, get your act together and let's freaking do crossplay. It's time. While we're on that topic, yeah. But anyway, absolutely. moving on. You heard Steve. Let's <laughs> let's get that act together, Sony. <laughs> well yeah i don't really have anything else to add to that except for that this is it's kind of sad to see ea do this again because like you know they they kind of gave nintendo the cold shoulder back in the wii u cycle at the end of the wii cycle even they stopped making and porting games to the wii even so it's like come on ea let's let's go people want to play your games yeah, honestly, like you can't, you really can't tell me that people wouldn't play they... Kotor like the original Knights of the Old Republic again on the Switch. I would buy that, play that. instantly. I'd play that. Yeah, 
Yeah, but no, really. I just bought Doom on the freaking Switch. I would buy KOTOR. That was another game that I missed. Not much not much love yeah. lost for me on this. I always talk about wanting another KOTOR, but um, other than that, like, you know, there's really not that much that EA pumps out that I play. Again, because EA has never really made themselves readily available to me. I don't know who all these people are who own multiple mm-hmm. systems, but I've always kind of been a one-system kind of guy, you know? I have a last-gen PlayStation mm-hmm. and my Nintendo systems, so... You know, that's kind of what that is. So say you're sitting with two of them, because Eugene, you have an Xbox One, don't you? And I've got a PS4. I do, but again, like, I would say 70% of my gaming happens on Switch, you know? So. But anyways, Lucas, I think you have another discussion point to bring to the table today, so why don't you take us to our last one? I absolutely will, my friend. Um, Actually, just yesterday, if you're watching this live... I believe it was yesterday at least. Um, that would be Tuesday? That sounds right. Tuesday, for those of you who yeah. are listening to this a week in the future, we got the hero from um, Dragon Quest. He's out on Switch. Um, worst name for a Smash Bros. character that I think I've ever seen, <laughs> but what you gonna do? It's not like he really has a name. Hero yeah. wins. Yeah, unless you do it yourself. Um, he's cool, mm-hmm. and he's very different, which follows the DLC trend of the you know the characters that are DLC playing very differently. We now have two characters, and they're both very weird. Um, unlike Joker, Hero is not immediately like vibing with me in all the right ways. He's cool, but he's he's a lot of fun to play as. But he's not really like you know. He's, he's not going to be my next main or anything. I have talked to a couple of listeners who really like him and are considering using him. Um, he's weird, though. He has, like, all these different spells that you can use, and they're seemingly random which ones you get. So you kind of pull up a list of four, and then you can choose, but you never know which ones you're going to mm-hmm. have till you pull up the list. So you're playing half the game on the screen, and then you're looking down at the bottom to try to find which spell you want to use. And you forget what the names right. of all the spells are because there's, like, 20 of them. So you end up casting Crackle when you're meant to cast... Kazakle or something, and you know it's it's weird. It, it really feels like a random chance character in a game that up until now has not been about random chance. So I don't see. You know, we talked about this pre-show, and you know who it kind of reminds me of is Game and Watch's Hammer Move because that yeah. has a random element to it too. Yeah, yeah, and he's been mocked in the online community because of that. Because mm-hmm. you know he has the he has the ability to totally ruin a match. If you just happen to get lucky and pull a nine right at the beginning of the match, you know, it's, it's over. So, yeah, no, yeah. it's, it's going to be weird, man. Um, he's, he's fun, though. There are four different outfits for him, which I mistakenly thought there were eight when I watched the direct. But to be fair, I was a little Banjo-Kazooie blinded at the time. So, and, and can we <laughs> talk about that for a minute? Like, the, the whole hero thing was totally overshadowed for me by Banjo-Kazooie. Like, it, within the same direct, we got announcements about both, and once they said Hero was coming out, I was like, oh, good, that means Banjo's on his way. Like, I don't know. Right. Have you guys played as Hero? Have you tried him? Do you like him? I like Hero. Um, I, I think that no I, I agree with you. Oh, go ahead, Steve. Yeah, I was just okay, uh, sorry. I, I was just gonna say I have no interest whatsoever in Hero. Well, he's you're not. I haven't seen you boot up Smash a whole lot, so that doesn't surprise me. Usually, when I see you booting up, you're spectating matches. So you know, 
Maybe, maybe, maybe mm-hmm. if he had like his own like adventure campaign or something like that, that would be really cool. But he doesn't. Like, there's not any boss character or anything as far as I know. So, yeah, no, I think he's fun though. But I again, I don't think he's gonna be a main. I think he's a little too too random like you said like i just can't get a hang of him like you know I, I go into the spell menu and i just don't know what to expect you know it's just yeah just it's happenstance you know just chance yeah it's uh it's a lot of work i can imagine somebody that gets really good with him could be really cool because he's very versatile but you know it's figuring out how to play to his strengths and avoid his weaknesses that's going to be the key there i guess but anyway yeah that's kind of the big smash bros news we have a new character so boot up smash bros and dump another 20 hours into it Right, exactly. So, cool. Well, I think that's about it for our discussion for the evening. Is there anything um, else that we need to bring up on any of these topics before we take ourselves to break? No, I think that that about Mm -mm. covers all the big stuff. All right. Well, if Justin were here, he would say that's what your mom said. So we're going to go to break. Good night, everybody. (laughs) Here at Infendo Radio, we've got games. If you'd like to give us suggestions for our games, go to patreon.com slash infendoradio and pledge at the $2 level. And we're back. It is time for our game. Um, Lucas is not hosting the game tonight. Neither am I. Your friendly host is actually going to be Steven. And I don't actually know what the topic is, so why don't you take us away, Steve? Hmm. All right, well, this week's game is... Uh, bad game descriptions. A personal favorite of mine. It's so much more fun to find games than it is to try and guess the price of them, so I'm happy I got to host this particular game. Uh, basically, for the, if this is your first time tuning in, what we're going to do is I'm going to read you a terrible game description from the eShop, um, and I'm going to have you guys guess the basically retail price of the game. Um, since there's only two of us, we're probably just going to do the whole, you know, who's got it the closest, Mm -hmm. which means I'm going to need the calculator on my phone, probably. Or I'm going to make one of you guys do math, because I'm mean like that. Um, (laughs) instead of playing by normal prices, right, rules? You monster. I know, right? (laughs) So I have one, two, three, four, five, six games and one patron suggestion. So a grand total of seven this week just because I knew we had a big show tonight. So, are you guys ready? Ready, willing, yeah, I'm ready. So, Alright, and then of course the usual disclaimer, just because it's got a bad description doesn't mean it's a bad game. Because we have read some bad descriptions where the games were actually good. Yep. So, on that note, here we go um, with our patron suggestion. This came to us from Malik Emrys. Thank you for your suggestion over at uh, patreon.com slash radio. Here we go. Pull off the ultimate color scheme. This tense multiplayer action game will have you stomping to flip over panels and unwitting opponents. To win, flip the most panels in your color this. in local battles, online, <laughs> or single player. Oh, it. I, you have played it, Lucas. The more you flip, the faster you move in a mad dash to nab power-ups, increase your flip range, turn invincible, and more across three modes and 12 arenas. Compete alone or against three players to see who's best at each mode. Flip the most panels before time runs up in panel battle. Knock out the most opponents in time battle. Or outlast your rivals in life battle. Um, all 12 arenas have four layouts to choose from, some containing hazards like panel flipping buttons, beam cannons, and waves so beautiful that they truly stun competitors. Learn the art of flip with tutorials 
and try your hand at achievements. When you're ready to compete, jump in on jump in an, into an online battle or private room with friends via local wireless. No matter how you play, it's time to think path, think fast, and pull off the ultimate color scheme. Gentlemen, what is the price of this game? Eugene, since I actually I, bought this game, Yeah, I was going to say, I better go first. first. Um, I'm going to go with $4.99. Um, now, a few things. First of all, those of you who have been listening to the show for a while may remember that when Mike and I bought this game, it was only available in Japanese. So first, I bought this game in yen, so I'm a little nervous about um, about <laughs> knowing the actual price, but I have a guess. Uh, second, for those of you who have listened to the show before, the game in question is the game that Mike and I used to call Kim Kardashian's Big Booty Bumpin' Experience, or something along those lines. <laughs> yes! Um, mostly because you ground yes. pound yep. into the panels That's about to change right. them. Um, I believe Kim Kardashian's Big Booty Bumpin' went for $7. So I'm going to throw it there and hope I'm not off by too much. Well, Lucas definitely gets his point. It was nine ninety nine. Damn, bam! Wow, I spent 1,000 yen on that game? <laughs> well, you saved two dollars because if you only spent uh, seven dollars and it was ten, or I guess saved three dollars. Well, I don't know if I spent seven. That's the thing. I'm guessing here. But... Ah, yeah, fair. Mm -hmm. All right. So Lucas gets the first point of the game. Let me just write down the title of this next since, one. Since Justin's not here, I'll take over the dings for the night. Ding. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Lucas. You're very welcome. I know you could just add that in post, Eugene. Gentlemen. I'm saving you work. <laughs> oh, good, good luck finding the ding sound effect from a regular episode just to put it in post. That sounds like a lot of work. So, okay. Here is our next game. I actually heard about this game on Kind of Funny Games Daily because it sounded terrible. And it looks just as bad as it sounds. I'm going to throw that out there. Um, take control of a fox and avoid any danger ahead of you. Travel through forest, enjoy through forest, that not forest, forest, enjoying puzzles, tricking your enemies, and hunting ducks. Face the challenge of is. catching ducks in a funny hand-drawn forest. I, I Outsmart hunters, cause a brawl between a wolf and a bear, use hideouts, move through underground tunnels, avoid traps, but make enemies fall into them. Be sly, Fox. Okay, so this Gentlemen. is this is my guess, right? How much does this game go for? Yeah, this is my guess. Mm -hmm. um, yes. First of all, I'd like to say, cause a fight between a wolf and a bear sounds like one specific moment in the game that happens, <laughs> and it's weird that they're using that as a selling point for the full game. That's like, that's like. Well, you never know. That's like maybe the whole game is a fight between a wolf and a bear. Like, it's do like a Mortal fetch Kombat. quest that splits up a romantic from, couple or something. Like no, from from the trailer I saw, that's a recurring puzzle. Oh, okay. Of getting a fox and a bear to fight, so you can get past them. Interesting. Oh, it's a fox and a bear. See, this changes everything. Yeah, it's really, uh, it's really. Oh wait. To fruition here. No, it was a wolf and a bear. Sorry, the fox is your character. Okay, see now I, that changes now things again, Steve. Again. Um, this game. <laughs> retails for oh boy how many levels did you say there were steve did you say there were levels um sorry i was just making note of a swear 
Um, it does not say how many levels there are in this one. Did it say anything about, like, a number of things or something? I swear there was something in there. No? Okay. No, that was in the last game. This game's description was so short, you're getting them mixed up. Okay, I'm gonna say, uh, nice, cool, three bucks. Hmm, I'm gonna go with, um, $9.99. I think that this is gonna be a $10 game because of the hand-drawn art. The wolf and the bear. Well, no, if it was a fox, yeah, it would have been 20. Mm -hmm. You're your favorite to draw. Fox. Um, the game is called Catch a Duck, and it retails for $4.99. Well, bam So, Lucas gets the point. Dang it! I'm realizing when we... Lucas not is, looking uh, good away for with me. This, Eugene. Yeah, I've realized when we play games that on Infendo, my official role is to be the heel. I'm the, the wrestler that comes <laughs> out that everybody boos, and he's like, can you take down the champion tonight? Like, you know, it's it's who I am. It's what I do. So I'm just going to keep doing it as best I can. <laughs> well, um, I guess you are the Vince McMahon of this podcast. <laughs> All right, guys, here is our next game. Oh, my God, I just saw the eligible four gold coins. That's like, yeah. All right, invent your animals like and create an army. Invent new creatures by mixing real or legendary animals in thousands of possible combinations, comma, create an army, and get ready to fight. Sounds fun. That was a long sentence. <laughs> Very well written. Uh, create your army. New paragraph. With dozens of different types of animals at your disposal, comma, generates an unbeatable army of genetically modified animals, exclamation mark. Thanks to the interesting. paragraph. <laughs> yeah, like each, each sentence is basically a paragraph. Thanks to the power of the mix machine, you will be able to combine pairs of animals. The result, new paragraph, the possibility of inventing hundreds of totally new and unique animals for your army, new paragraph. Each animal has its statistics comma, its health and its strengths and weaknesses, colon, mix them intelligently <laughs> to get the most out of powerful creatures, exclamation mark. Over 1,000 like possible the, combinations, the colon. Punctuation. It's great. <laughs> the generation of new creatures has no limits. Now here's your, what would be bullet points, but they're still in paragraphs. Mission editor, create new missions with custom armies, waves, maps, and music. Fantastic scenarios. Large variety of maps and scenarios related to campaign mode with fantastic and innovative locations, comma. The para let's see. The panorama is important is an important point in the style of this game. Gentlemen. How much does wow. this game retail for? That was I guess rough. I'll go first. Yeah, you're telling me. I I'm gonna go with a nice round six ninety nine. Seven dollars. Okay. All right. Well, um, Steve dropped well, a little. Six ninety nine or seven dollars. I, I, I let's go with six ninety nine. Just in case it matters. I don't know if it will, but just in case it matters. So Lucas. Steve Steve dropped a little hint at the beginning of this, where he was looking at how many coins the game gets, and I'm thinking that it gets not many because <laughs> it's a very cheap game, but. In my heart, I am still a child with hopes and dreams, and I believe that this game has the potential to be a really good game, 
and a good game sells for more money. So, child that I am, I'm going to hope and pray that this game goes for $20. $19.99 is my guess. I hope I'm right because I want to buy it, and if it's like two bucks, then it's a no-go. Well, this game retails for $3.99. Dang it! Lucas, you'll be unhappy to know it is on sale for $2.59. <laughs> what is the game called? Because I want to look at it on oh, the yeah. shop. Um, Animal Fight Club. Hmm. Animal okay, Fight so, Club. Okay, so I actually played a game on yeah. PC like 15 years ago. That was, like, you mix animals together and you make new animals. Like, a gorilla and a deer and stuff. And, like, that game was cool. And I don't remember the name of it. And I always wanted to play it again, but I couldn't. And I'm sure it sucks by today's standards. But back when I was a kid, it was so cool. So, Well, HG Phoenix in chat said, before we guessed the game, he said, that game sounds a lot like Impossible And HG Phoenix is the person that I played that game with because I played it at his house. So it's Impossible <laughs> Creatures. Yeah, boy. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's Coming funny. in clutch, HG. Nice. Now, there was another one. Uh, spore Creatures was what was coming to mind as I was reading that. Hmm. Except for that one, you oh, yeah, just spore. created mm -hmm. your own creatures. I never got into the whole Spore so, thing. That was supposed to, I like, change the world, and it never spore, did. But it was, it was mostly just a spaceship sim, really. I mean, you play through most of the game, but it doesn't matter, and then you get mm -hmm. to the final stage, and it's like, okay, now it's a space game. Right. Kind of want to play this. HG Phoenix says. HG says your hamster army was swiftly felled by my flying wolves. I remember that. <laughs> I think I'm getting Animal Fight Club, <laughs> even though it looks awful. I can play it with him the next time he's over at my house. Okay, cool. <laughs> oh oh damn nice, it! I've already closed nice. the page. I was gonna. I was going to see if it had online, but I've already closed that page, oh, and fun, so fun fact, you can look on your own on your own time. Fun fact for you listeners at home, um, you get an amazing 13 coins from the Nintendo eShop when you buy that game. So, <sighs> yeah. Okay, Steve, take us, take us away to game number four. All right, game number four. All the classic games you love in one place. Um, we have chosen the five most beloved logical games and bundled them together. You can play them either against the AI or against a friend on the same console. Revolutionary. Fill your coffee breaks with some brain stimulation. In this bundle, you will find Tic-Tac-Toe, also known as Knots and Crosses or X's and O's. Really? Two players alternate placing X's and O's onto the grid. The first player to create a straight line of three of his or her symbols wins. Thank you Checkers, for that description, game Also developer. known as Drops. I would have never gotten that by myself. Pl <laughs> players move their pieces diagonally from one square to another square. When a player jumps over their opponent's piece, you take that piece from the board. Wow. The player, the first player to lose all his or her pieces loses the game. It gets better. Uh, memory game. The objective of this game is to clear a rectangular board covered with cards face down with a minimum number of wow. moves. Each separate move is a turn <laughs> over any two cards. If they match, you take them from the board. If not, you turn them back over. Weren't these like Mines. all free in Mario 64 DS? <laughs> yeah. Mines. 
The objective of the game is to clear a rectangular board containing hidden mines without detonating any of them. Numbers it's on the minesweeper. show them how many mines are adjacent to that square. Right, but Minesweeper is probably trademarked, so they can't say that. Uh, <sighs> Gomoku. Two players alternate placing white and black tokens on the grid. The first player to create a straight line of five of his or her stones wins. It's Connect okay, that's Five. that's a new one. Wow. It's Connect Five. Okay, so like, my one uh, rule... Oh wait, there's more. Go ahead, I'll save my speech for after. No. No, that is it. Oh, that okay. is the final game included in this game. Then so you guys are up. Beach. My like one rule for game design <laughs> that determines whether or not I think your game is worth anything is like, are you trying to be original? Which is why I always prefer like a, a weird game that's doing something different over like, you know, a game that's just trying to be like the next Zelda or Mario or something. This is literally just stealing five games and putting them in a pack. <laughs> And I believe that each of these games would normally retail for a dollar, but I also believe that these guys know what they did and are ashamed of it, which is why I'm guessing <laughs> one ninety nine, Steven. Damn, I was gonna go with one ninety nine. All right, I'm gonna go undercut you, okay. and I'm gonna go with ninety nine cents. Let's hope they're idiots, and it's really expensive. <laughs> I just undercut myself, though. Probably well, I should have gone with two dollars, so because we play prices right rules. Steve, I'm changing yeah, my mind. Two dollars. Can we do that? Even though I've already got it written down. Well, yeah. I haven't revealed the price yeah, yet. Yeah, you I haven't guess revealed so. it yet, so go for it. I'm losing this game. I need All to right. get a win here. Some. I need to get a point here, Lucas. I'm sorry. Eugene, congratulations on your undercut. This game retails for four ninety nine. Jeez, a dollar. Okay, so Eugene, I didn't give you a ding last time when you won. So let me do ding, ding. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. Nice. Yeah, four ninety nine. It's on sale for three forty nine right now, guys. By the way, guys. So get on that. Probably not even worth it. Hey, now we don't know. No. It could be really, really good. Okay. So re real quick before we move on to the next game, do you guys remember Clubhouse games I would on the DS? Buy the board game. Yes. I okay. Do. So so my dad my dad used to buy like. 800 games in one you know those packs it's like ten dollars yeah for like a thousand games and like it's it feels like that but so much less it's like five games in one and each <laughs> game costs a dollar right all right steve take us to our next game all right our next game oh for the love of god I haven't even read this one. I just saw the title, and I'm like, oh, this will be a surefire winner. You're a wolf, and you've been bad. That's why you've been put in the deepness yes. of a hell, played yes, with your I most have. hated enemies, the sheep. <laughs> but they're not normal sheep, no. They're possessed demonic sheep and won't hesitate to try and kill you. So run and defend yourself, because, after all, a wolf is by nature a predator, not prey. Break through the dungeons to solve challenges and escape this hell, if you can. Features, three difficulty levels, always different procedural dungeons, challenges of, of increasing difficulty, many enemies to discover, and more. Gentlemen, what does this game retail for? Wow. Um, wow. Okay. I don't even know where to start with this one. Um, 
it, it, <laughs> it sounds cheaper than the tic-tac-toe game somehow. Um, so I'm going to go with my guess there, and I'm going to go with 199 But I... Uh, description reminded me a lot of my fan fiction that started off, you're a wolf and you've been naughty. Um, that retailed for three bucks, but I'm thinking this is a little bit cheaper. So in an effort to totally screw Eugene over after he totally screwed me over the last time, Eugene, what was your bet again? One ninety nine. I'm going to go sir. for $2, Steve. Oh, God, please be one ninety nine. Please be one ninety nine. You know what's funny is I thought you were actually going to say 198 yeah. since you were thinking it was going to be cheaper. And that would have made me the winner. So, no, you actually got yes. the point by doing the $2 guess because the game is $2.99. Boom. Damn. Damn. What Ding. is the game? The game is called Sheep in Hell. I've seen this one on the eShop before, but I can't... I should really pay attention when I see crappy games on the eShop. I could rule this game <laughs> if I just thought to study. <laughs> well, that is our halfway point, isn't it, Steve? A uh, little bit over halfway. We've got two left. You want to um, give us a... Quick score update? Yeah, that. Yep. Um, Lucas, you currently have the lead with three points. Eugene, you are not far behind with two points. And we have two games left. So it is okay. still anybody's game. Could we could we could we make these two double or nothing just to make it really interesting? I'm okay with that. Yeah, why not? Double or nothing, Eugene. Sweep the leg. <laughs> Sweep the leg. <laughs> I'm not sure where to go with that one. Cobra Kai, uh, do or die. Do our next game because I. Yes. I have no idea what's going on here, people. Um, blank. Oh dear lord, blank is a grid-based dungeon crawler RPG in an original steampunk setting, inspired by old-school classics of the genre. Blank is a grid-based dungeon crawler RPG in an original steampunk setting inspired by old-school classics of the genre. Stranded in the middle of an ocean, in front of a gigantic tower, Did the hero Steve has to find out what the place is, what happened there, and most importantly, who he is. And no, Steve didn't have a stroke. They have the exact same sentence as the heading and the first sentence. Can I, can I, can I, can I interrupt for a second? I predict that there's something weird about submitting your description to... Um, Nintendo, because I've seen that before yeah. with these bad games, and I think there's like a spot for like a, a sub-paragraph, and they don't realize it, and they do it twice or something. Like, it, it happens all the time. Anyway, continue, Steve. Or... That's it. That's the whole description. Oh, great. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> I love when this happens. Um, uh, Lucas, aren't God. you up first this time? I am up first this time. <laughs> Oh, and let's see. Um, oh, geez, I really should have been paying more attention instead of thinking about Karate Kid. Um, <laughs> Do you want me to read it again? I mean, it won't take very long. No, it's okay. I don't want to hear it four times. Um, I'm going to say... Blank is a grid... I'm just kidding. Okay, so, so it sounds crappy, but the genre... Genre sounds really legit. So I'm going to say that this is right. a 7.99 game. 
No, there's no way. It's a, well, Come maybe. at me, bro. Now you got me You going to go up or are you going to go down? <sighs> I'm going to go with one penny, That's Steve. what she said. You're going with a penny? <laughs> I am. Okay. It's like going with a dollar on prices, right? Pretty much. Um, Vaporum retails for $24.99. Damn! Dang, son! <laughs> Damn! $24.99. Well, now that makes the score... Five to two. So how about we make this to next two. one? Now, <laughs> how about we make this next one worth um ten thousand points? Worth the win? Ten thousand points. Ten thousand points. I like the way this is going. Down, Eugene. You ready to go mm-hmm. all the way? Yeah. Sweet mm-hmm. delay. I'm gonna get my ten thousand points. You best believe. What you got for me, all Steven? Right. Ooh. Oh, dear Lord. This just keeps on going. All right. Sorry, I hit the button that says read more, and it's just... Sounds like it's worth (laughs) 10,000. Here we go. All right. Blank is a doomsday survival game. Game features. Life or death? Your choice. You need to be survived on the last... Oh, did it? Oh, my God. You need to be survived on the last day of Earth with limited backpack space. Supplies are hidden at somewhere. Explore the it. Be careful. Each decision you made may related to your life and death. I feel like I am having a this stroke really right needs now. to be this really <laughs> needs to be read. Each decision made may be related to your life or death. <laughs> <laughs> If I could do a good Russian accent, I would. If I could do any good accent, I would. Um, Battle with a variety of zombies. Remember to always be ready and be prepared to face varieties. Zombies come from nowhere. Zombies who know the sound. In addition, zombies also have hearing ability to recognize the surroundings. Your running, exploring, shooting, or attacking will attract the attention of zombies. You can attack zombies by sneaking. Overall arrangement strategies. Night is the real battlefield. The zombies are extremely powerful in the night. You need to arrange and build your own defenses before dark. That was a very well put together sentence. Cooperate with your friends. Exchange your supplies with other survivors and make friends with them when you meet them. They could be your partners, but remember, not all survivors are friendly. Maps diversity you will be reborn in different location face different map and new experience if you die (laughs) is this omg zombies no but lucas after this segment is done i'm going to send you a link to this i need you to read this in russian i'll uh, I'll, I'll do that (laughs) on the break and then we can release it we can even release it on social media or something give the folks a little something extra (laughs) yeah um, okay, gentlemen, how I, much I've does this nothing? game retail for? Yeah, I, 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 I'm dumbfounded here, but I'm gonna go first because I think it's my I'm up. So I'm gonna go with nine ninety nine, a nice round ten dollars. Okay, so okay, Lucas, one of two things is about to happen. <laughs> this is either going to be a two D over the top crappy flash game. That's really cheap. 
or it's gonna be a really crappy 3D zombie game that goes for like 15 bucks. <sighs> Eugene went 999. So, I did. I'm predicting yeah. that this is a cheaper game than it sounds like, and I think it's going. I'm, I'm gonna go 998, and I'm gonna take the oh, I'm gonna boy. take the low side of the board. Eugene's banking on 3D. I'm banking on 2D. Steve, who gets it? I love this because <laughs> this is actually a 2D-like top-down game, but it retails okay. for $12.99. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Let me get started on your dings, so Eugene. Eugene. So Eugene <laughs> wins with 10,002 points. <laughs> Lucas had five. It's close. Where can I redeem these points? On your win, Eugene. Any Dave and Buster's. Um, you can redeem those at the Steve. <laughs> Except the one here in Utah, because evidently it sucks. <laughs> yeah. So. All right. Well, fair enough. Well, that was fun. I always like a good bad game descriptions. But remember, just because your game description is bad doesn't mean your game is bad. So maybe give some of these games some love. I already downloaded Animal Fight Club. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to take a little break and we'll be right back. I'm not even kidding. I downloaded it. It's on my system. Do you like to read our opinions on new and upcoming games? Would you like to share yours too? Email at us at tips at infendo.com and maybe we can send a review code to you. All right, we're back and we have the question block for you. Um, this question comes from the Brianosaurus and he asks, if your name was not your name, what name would you choose and why? It's not a bad question. Um, I still have Just to think on it, easy. so I wonder if, if you also guys... Easy. Okay, go ahead, Steve. Yeah, I'll go first. I make a lot of calls for work. You know, I constantly have to call, like, Dell, for instance, to get a replacement warranty part for one of my computers. And every time it's like, and who do I have... I can't do that accent, that's racist. And who do I have the pleasure of speaking with today? And, you know, hey, it's Steve. Okay, Dave, what can I do for you? So I'm going to go with Dave, because at least then they're going to hear it. That's... So awful, though. <laughs> but you know when you go with Dave, well, they'll just hear yeah, Steve. Yeah. Ew, you dirty son of a... Yeah, they'll, they'll pick up and you'll be like, hello, who do I have the pleasure of speaking with today? And you'll be like, oh, this is Dave. And they'll be like, okay, Steve, what can we do for you, buddy? <laughs> you know they're doing it just to screw with I you, can't right? Wait. Yeah. Um, well, my... So what name can I have that they'll actually get? Aloysius. <laughs> So my parents, um, when they were in the process of having me, um, well, not in the process, but when that, when that was a whole thing, Eugene, you know what that's like, um, they were coming up with names. <laughs> this and just got awkward. At one point, they had um, like girl names and boy names picked out. But if I remember the story, the lore correctly, um, my name was either going to be Lucas with a K or Jackson with an X, and they settled on Lucas. Um, so I think I'd go with Jackson with an X. Um, when I was in high school, back before I... Okay, so I've had, I've had three, like, internet names since I've been alive. Um, my current one is Sigma. 
a couple of years ago. Before that, it was E. Dantes, which was after Edmund Dantes from The Count of Monte Cristo, my favorite book. But before either of those, it was J.A.X. Jax, like the Mortal Kombat character. Um, but obviously mm-hmm. for my own reasons. So yeah, I'd probably go with Jackson, and you'd all be calling me Jax, and that would be just lovely. I, I remember... I remember you, Dantes. What game did you use that on that you and uh, I would One of the Monster together? Hunters that we played. I think it was even my... Okay. might have even been like a Twitter or a Twitch for a while. I don't know. Something like that. But yeah, no, I used that for a while, but it got mm. old because it was like a letter and then a name, and everybody thought it was like Devil May Cry, and you know. You know how that goes. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you there. Well, I don't know what I would choose, but th- those two are boring. Like, if you could choose anything, like, wouldn't you want to be, like, Triceratops or something like that? I recommended like, Aloysius guys, like... to Steve, so uh, that's <laughs> okay, on him. Fair. It's true. Yeah, no, that fair. is true. I, I might I, have to I don't change know. my answer to Aloysius. Uh, uh, yeah, there you go. For me, I guess it would be something from... I don't know. Maybe I would want to be like a dark nut or something from from Zelda and make everybody call so me that. So you would want your name, your given name, to be Dark Nut. Maybe because then that's a story to tell anytime somebody says my name. Cool. I'm not even touching that. Um, <laughs> Minus apparently has a question in the Twitch chat. Would somebody like to read that? Oh, dear sure, Lord. Sure, let's see, what, uh, see yeah. what Minus asks. He asks, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, oh, no. So Minus asks, if Kirby sucked you up, what power would Kirby get from you? Hmm. Okay, Sheer I know what mine would be. Anger. <laughs> mine would be the ability to um, produce gray hairs at an early age. Mm, that's valid. Uh, mine would be the ability to do this with my eyebrows which um <laughs> you're I, you're missing out um audience who's not on the live stream i do this thing where i raise one eyebrow really high kind of like stephen colbert so just picture kirby uh, doing that, that for the entire yeah. smash bros match <laughs> yeah my my with kirby's an just gonna turn bright red and cuss everybody out yeah call them idiots shaved head restart their computer yeah there you go tell them to restart their pika computer exactly um your uh your kirby just turns into the angry video game nerd mm-hmm. <laughs> fair well all right well that is the end of the question block but don't be afraid we're going to be right back with change the system be scared we'll be right here we're not going anywhere do you know how many holes are in a straw? Because we've had this question on the show before. You can ask similar questions to that at patreon.com slash radio for just $3. All right, and we are back. It is time for Change the System. And quite frankly, I haven't been playing a lot of games. And some of you people who are part of our Discord might know why. Um, I just had my firstborn child. And there is not a lot of gaming to be had when you have a newborn. That is for darn sure. But um, when we were in the hospital, I played a lot of Pokemon Go because our, po- our hospital was a Pokestop. So that was fun. Wow. I got myself an armored Mewtwo while we were there. So that was great. Wait, 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 wait. Back up, um, back. Back that up. So armored, <laughs> armored Mewtwo is in Pokemon Go. That's a thing. Uh huh. Yeah. Armored Mewtwo is a See, thing. We haven't talked that about was, Pokemon Go for like a month because you've been gone. It's been so nice. 
<laughs> well, for your Pokemon Minute, yeah, it's it's still a thing. Actually, you know what? I, I gotta hand it to Niantic because they keep putting some really awesome updates in the game. So now the newest thing is the Team Rocket Pokestops, which are pretty cool. So like, you can go to a Pokestop, and there'll be somebody from Team Rocket just standing there in the in the in-game world, and you can battle them. And um, if you win the battle then you can get a chance to catch one of their Pokemon that they have. Um, in, I guess the in-game lore shadow is that Pokemon. they've turned them into pa- shadow oh, Pokemon. Oh, so now they're, so they're, they're biting off a Pokemon Coliseum. All right. Exactly, oh, yeah. You're making so me want to play it, but I don't have any friends, <laughs> Eugene. <laughs> well, it's re- it's actually really cool, too. Because it's a cool concept because now you can get a Bulbasaur. You can get a Shadow Bulbasaur, but then there's also um, an ability to purify the Bulbasaur. So you can have, like, a pure Bulbasaur as well. So, like, man, I had to upgrade my, my um, Pokebox because now I have to collect, like, third versions of all these stupid oh, Pokemon. Geez. I have three versions of Rattatat. So it's like, what am I doing I with my life? I hate you so but... much, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's um, it's still good, though. I, I am enjoying Pokemon Go. I'm not putting any more money into it, and that's for the simple fact that I got an Android phone, and I have this thing called Google Rewards, so like it gives me like these surveys every so often, and I can earn like 10 cents, 15 cents. Every time I get to about 10 bucks, I'll cash it in for Pokemon Go coins, and I just like load up on like incubators and stuff, so that's how I, I tend to do it. Um, but it is still good. Like I, I mean, I play Pokemon Go every day. Every I do. day. Um, other than that, I literally have booted up my switch one time and that was yesterday to download the hero update for smash and that was fun for a match and then i got stomped like five rounds in a row and i turned it off so i'll give you another update maybe next week on smash but that's about it for my updates other i've been as um brian and um dj have been saying in the zoom chat our secret chat i haven't been changing the system i've been changing the diapers and that is the truth I like it. Well, I have been playing some games too, and one of those games is waiting to see if Steve was going to talk, but now that he hasn't, I'm going to talk. Um, of course, I've been playing Smash Bros, but not just because of the Heroes update. I also spent a decent amount of time with my good friend Corey. And the two of us played some Smash Bros. We tried to um, get the Isabel cloning assist trophies glitch to work, but it turns out they patched that out a long time ago. But what they can't patch out is the creativity of a child at heart. And, um, okay, so for the better part of, like, 15 years now, um, we have been playing Smash Bros. with our own rule set, which is that you go into the Pokemon Stadium and you stand on both platforms and you only turn on Pokeballs, and you each grab a Pokeball, and then you throw them at each other, and you let the Pokemon deal all the damage, and you just keep grabbing Pokeballs and throwing Pokeballs until there's nothing left to do. Um, Smash Ultimate allows you to make your own rule set and your own stages. So we spent like three straight hours um, building the perfect stage and having Pokemon battles with each other. We set our stamina. If you guys wanna, if you guys wanna copy this recipe and do it in your own time, um, you need. A, you need a, <laughs> I like how they're smash yes, recipes absolutely. now. That's great. You need a real world <laughs> friend to pull this off. A computer will not cut it. You could play online, but I don't know if custom stages are online. So I would recommend a local couch co-op friend. 
Um, you want to set your stamina to 100 HP, and you want to set it to six stock, just like in real Pokemon, where you have six Pokemon. Um, we <laughs> oh set up we set up a rectangular box on each side, one white marble, one black rubber. Um, we have two <laughs> sets of warp points, one on each side of the wall and one above the character's head. You throw the Pokeball into the warp zone on the side, and it falls, <laughs> it falls down from the top <laughs> and lands in the opponent's box and unleashes the Pokemon. You keep the damage as low as you can, the, the, the knockback to like 0.5 so the character doesn't fly up into the other warp. You don't allow them to grab onto the edges, and you just dodge in a giant rectangular crate until you're totally dead. And man, it is freaking fun dude it's a whole nother it's like <laughs> that sounds it's pretty like amazing it's like a mini game in smash i love it so we did that and it was really cool and it took us way too long to perfect our stage which looks incredibly simple but it's a good one questions i i, th- I, I need you that. to send me that stage can you send stage i can upload smash? it and give you the download code Please, that sounds pretty it's damn fun. It's a lot of fun. Just turn Pokeballs up as high as they can go and set the stamina, like I said, and you're in for a good time, man. Yes, Steve? Yeah, Lucas is going to post that into the Discord, I, so if you want it, post it in there. I pictured that that whole time you were talking, I was picturing you like one of those TV chefs just laying out the recipe. Now, you're going to want to do it this way. Reheat your oven. <laughs> um... One one little point oh, that to was note. Amazing, thank you. One little point to note: characters with reflect are incredibly um, advantageous in the stage and should only be used if if the game host so allows it. Because at one point, Corey <laughs> figured out how to use Mewtwo's reflect to just keep knocking my Pokeballs away, and then it was it was over. I think he came back from like five to one and beat me. So, <laughs> that um, but is... that's that's Smash Bros. Um, the other game I've been playing a lot of is Oblivion, which is, um, for those of you who know, the mm. Elder Scrolls Four mm. came out before Skyrim. Cool game. I like it a lot. Um, unfortunately, what platform? PS3, PS3, I imagine? Unfortunately, when I set it up, I um, didn't really know what I was doing, so I put all of my primary skills, which are the only ways you can gain levels, into stuff like water breathing magic and jumping. <laughs> so like killing things doesn't really do much for me. Um, I'm thinking of making a second character to do... Okay, so when I play RPGs, I like to, like, be the character, you know? So, like, when I'm playing a game like Oblivion or Skyrim, I have my guy set out, and it's like, this guy is the hero of the game, and he's going to do heroic stuff. But then, like, I want to do, like, the Assassin's Guild, but I don't want my character to be an assassin, because he's a good boy. So now I need to make another (laughs) character who can do all the bad stuff that he doesn't want to do. So I'm going to have to work that up. But Oblivion's a good game. Um, the other... That's a game I would play it's on Switch, because I never, I, I actually never played that one. I, I played Skyrim, but not Oblivion. It's older, and it feels a lot more... Oblivion feels more like playing almost like a Baldur's Gate, not in terms of, like, actual gameplay, but, like, you know, oh, here's your selection of spells to choose from, and you can only equip one weapon at a time, that <clears> kind <throat> of stuff. Like, it's an old game, but it's a good game, and it does a lot of stuff good that I didn't realize Skyrim didn't do as well, so it, it has its pluses mm-hmm. and its minuses there. I wouldn't say it's better than Skyrim, but it's it's solid. Um, I've also been playing a little bit of Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon because I'm getting hyped for Pokemon hmm. Sword and Shield. Steve and I actually just did a podcast on Pokemon Sword and Shield last week that should be up for all of you $10 patrons if you want to go listen to that on our Patreon. But um, I'm having some trouble breeding for a Go-Goat right now. So that's my whole life there. 
The only other game I've been playing, and I've been playing a lot of it, is Paladins, which is basically an mm. Overwatch clone, but I don't have Overwatch, so Paladins has earned my undying loyalty and love forever. Um, <laughs> they just released a new character for it named Io, and it she just clicked. Like, she immediately clicked with me. She's a healer, which is what I like to play. Um, she's, she's solid in combat, but she's also has, like, one of the only characters that can do direct healing which is nice, and I just, mm-hmm. I love everything about her. So suddenly I'm way back into Paladins again, because the one missing ingredient for that game for me, it was kind of like ARMS, how there was never a character that, like, I resonated with and I wanted to play as. Like, that was always kind Until... of a thing with Paladins. I was like, I'll deal with playing as this character, but but now, yeah, I finally have one that I really like, so I'm all the way back into that. And Phantom has been very nice about playing that with me, so I appreciate that. Also, Colt. I played nice. with. I think I played with Colt. I either played with Colt or Colt wanted to play with me. But I think we played together. So, yeah, no, we did. We did. We did. So, um, yeah, Phantom and Colt. Thanks for playing, guys. Let's do it some more. And that's nice. everything I've been playing. Well, I I know, right. and you might not have been playing about it this week. Sorry, Steve. I didn't mean to interrupt you there. But I do want you to talk maybe a little bit about God Eater because I bought that game right before my son was born and I haven't played much into it. And I want you to talk to me into, like, really getting into it. Okay, so I won't use the word Monster Hunter. Um, (laughs) I will compare it indefinitely to Monster Hunter, though. So it's the same same core gameplay idea, but on a much simpler, much faster level. Um, you, you go out, you go on missions together, you, bu- you fight a bunch of monsters, you have different weapons, you have weapon trees, so as you de- beat different monsters, you unlock different weapons and stuff. Much less grinding, much more story-focused. Um, the biggest downside to the game is that whoever you're playing with, you have to play from the lowest-level guy's story onward, mm-hmm. and you have to, like, like unless everybody skips the cutscenes, you have to sit through the cutscenes every time and stuff. Right. So So it's it's... It's a game that you want to play with somebody that you... It sounds weird, but, like, somebody that you trust. Like, you don't want to play the game with somebody that, you know, is going to be impatient and be like, oh, man, let's just get on with it, or, you know, that kind of stuff. But um, Phantom right. and I played a little bit of it together. We kind of drifted because all these other games came out. But, um, yeah, no, it's a solid game, and I would play it with you anytime, and I know Phantom would, too. The nicest... That's a game I want to get into, oh, for yeah. sure, because it, I... I, I, I... I think the only thing I really did was like the creation aspect in the very beginning, and then yeah. that was kind of um, Unlike Monster Hunter, the matches only last about five to ten minutes, at least in the beginning, so it's a lot easier to get into. Um, also, unlike Monster Hunter, you can choose computer allies to play through the entire game with in addition to your own teammates, so you're really not missing out on anything by playing by yourself. But it is there's definitely something fun about playing with other player-made characters and seeing how sure. you know like Phantom and I both kind of gravitated toward the scythe weapon, which is kind of a long-distance weapon. But once I noticed Phantom started using that, I kind of switched over to the sword, and you know I did my own thing mm-hmm. with that. I also have two accounts, a male and a female, because I can never decide who I want to play as. So I kind of drift between <laughs> the two and force poor Phantom to play as uh, with me on whatever point I am on either account. So. But yeah, dude, anytime you're down, like, hit us up, because we are both always down to play a little bit of that. And again, unlike Monster Hunter, you can dive in for an hour, get a lot done, and then dive out, which is good if you have See, to that's what I, every three hours. that's what I can appreciate, because, like, hunting a monster can last, like... Like 50 minutes. Uh, Mon- yeah, days. like... Monster, yeah, Monster Hunter is... Well, and then is... getting all your different weapons and armor is a joke. 
Monster Hunter is literally a game that, like, you play to kill time. Like, you will boot that game up at 8 p.m., and it'll be 4 a.m. before you know it. You'll barely have made any progress, but it's fun. But with God Eater, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, you're all, like, I think we're, like, a third of the way through the story at this point. And we played maybe, like, sure. two or three days. So, yeah, it's it's not going to be a long game, but there is going to be, I, I think there's going to be a decent amount of, like, hey, let's go back and fight this thing again kind of stuff, so... Right, like like end game type yeah. of stuff. Yeah, okay, I I can get down with that. See, and that's what I was worried about was that you were gonna say, okay, it's like Monster Hunter, and where you have to spend like two hours to, to even make any progress. No, I know? would actually, I would I would prefer it if it was like that, to be honest. But no, it's not. And for someone like you, I think that's a perfect fit. So definitely yep. is. And and yeah, again, definitely is. We could all play together too. So you know, that's nice. Like we could just we could use some. It, it doesn't seem like your weapon choices matter that much. So, like, you know, I haven't mm-hmm. really had to worry much about leveling up my gear to fight the next toughest thing and everything. So, like, we could go in, and even though we're a little higher level than you, we really wouldn't be carrying you because the fights are only a couple minutes long anyway. So, Sure. Well, cool. Well, then I'm going to have to definitely give that one a boot up because I didn't spend $60 for do nothing. Do it. And ping the two of us when you do because we'll be down to play. All right, Steve. Didn't mean to cut you off. It is... All you. What have you been playing? So, obviously, um, well, let's start with what I bought first. That's something that I kind of started last week, which was kind of a nice little change. Because I got kind of tired of it. Like, all I ever play is Minecraft and Hyrule Warriors, and you guys have heard about as much about those games as I've actually played them. You can only talk so much about them. Um, so this week I actually picked up a few games that were on sale. I got the Mighty Switch Force collection because I have to support WayForward. I love their games and I will always love those games. And that actually brought an interesting discussion on the Switch effect to light. Um, I thought when Switch Force and Mutant Muds, and even Shantae for that matter, and Shovel Knight were on 3DS, I thought the 3D really made those games pop. It just made them look really good and whatnot. And then I played Mm -hmm. Spectre of Torment on Switch, and I realized the 3D was really just, uh, I don't want to say gimmick, but unnecessary, I guess is the word I want to use. Like Avengers in 3D, it does nothing more for it than seeing Avengers, Avengers in 2D, right? It's kind of the same thing with Shovel Knight. Whether you're playing in 3D or 2D, it's still a good game. And I found that out when I was playing Shantae, and because uh, I played one of the older Shantae games on the Switch, and I was like, this is just fine in 2D, just like it was in 3D. So I picked up Switch Force. Um, Resident Evil 1, which is one of my all-time favorites, is on sale right now at is, the time of recording oh, for 20 bucks. Okay. Is it, okay, is it the Resident Evil 1 remake, or is it like it's, Resident Evil 1 the, original? It's the Resident Evil 1 HD remake. So it's got all the GameCube content, but it's the HD version that came out on PS4 and Xbox So it's one. the remake of the GameCube remake. That's the one I like yeah, because it's, um, it's, the original yeah, one re-remake. is a hard to go back to. Right. Yeah, no, this is re-remake. Um, you know, so it was on sale, so I picked it up. Of course, you know, I grew up with uh, Doom. Uh, you know, back when it was shareware on the PC. So I couldn't not get Doom, Doom 2, and Doom 3. Um, And yeah, that actually wraps up what I bought this week. But what I've actually been playing um, is I rolled credits on Final Fantasy X. 
I had stopped mm. when I had played that game right before the final boss. And granted, I've beat this game before. I beat the PlayStation Vita, PlayStation 4 version. So it's not like I hadn't beat this game before. But I had stopped right before the final boss because there was a bunch of abilities that I wanted to try and get before I took him on. And I got a couple of abilities and realized I'm so powerful at this point, I don't need to continue. I'll just beat this game. Because what I really wanted to do is I wanted to get to Final Fantasy X-2 and actually enjoy it. It's a game that I've tried to pick up a couple of times and I've never been able to get it because it does have a rather complicated battle system. And I really want to like this game. So I started the, you know, I played like the first couple hours of the game, got into it, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this battle system is awful. How do I figure out this <sighs> battle system? Because it has a very steep learning curve. Um, and then right. I started reading, you know, tips and tricks on the battle system type articles. And I realized that the battle system in Final Fantasy X-2 is the precursor to the Final Fantasy thirteen battle system, which is probably my favorite of any Final Fantasy battle system. Um, in thirteen, it's an ATB style, you know, an active time battle style. Um, but in 13, your characters attack automatically. All you do is shift paradigms to change what each character is doing. In 10-2, it's very much the same thing where, you know, it's an ATB system, except for you have to input the commands each time. But your characters can still paradigm shift because they can change jobs mid-battle by shifting into different costumes, which, yeah, okay, it's cheesy right, as yeah. crap. It's flashy. It looks pretty. But it's basically the precursor to Final Fantasy XIII, and I never got through XIII. I did complete XIII-2, though, and what kept me going on XIII-2 was it had the battle system of XIII, but it had the monster-catching uh, stuff that I liked that you could do in that game as well. Well, ten two, the international release, was the first Final Fantasy game that I can remember that actually features catchable fiends. So it has its own monster catching and training element to it. So mm -hmm. it's basically thir uh, 13.2 on the Switch, which I love. Steve, are you it's interested a in a little game called Nino Kuni? Because I think you would love the hell out of that game when it comes it's, out on the Switch. That's a day one purchase for me. I missed it on PS3. I am not going to get Nino Kuni 2 for PS4 because I never play anything on the PS4. But that is a game I wanted to play, but by the time it came out, or by the time I realized it was out, I had already sold my PS3, so I didn't have a way to play it. Um, so yeah, yeah so that, 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 is a day That game, I, and I haven't played that Final Fantasy game, but um, it sounds like it has a lot of elements of Nino Kuni, and I think you would like the hell out of that game. Yeah. So for those of you that are interested in seeing, um, that are listening to the live recording, that are interested in seeing a little bit of 13 or 10 twos gameplay excuse me now that i'm a little more comfortable with it um i'm going to be streaming either tomorrow night or friday during the day if you're listening to this live if you're listening to the produce show go to twitch.tv slash gentis and look at my past streams and it'll be on there um because 10 2 is a very underappreciated final fantasy game everybody gives it crap because you know it's three girls in revealing outfits that are, you know, going around killing monsters. The game is so deep, though. The job system to it um, 
is just absolutely amazing. I think the only game I've seen do jobs better than this game was Bravely Default in terms of how much I was going to say it's got to be Bravely because yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, three Final Fantasy three does a great job with the job system, but when you shift jobs, that's it. There's no taking anything back. Between garment grids and job classes and accessories, you can really customize what you can do with each job. You can have a mage that can also fight if you put it in the right garment grid, which is a really nice change. So, so yeah, nice. so I've been playing 10-2. I'm only about seven hours in at this point. Um you know, and just, I'm going to take my time with it because there's a lot of stuff I want to get done in this game before I beat it. So Is Final Fantasy twelve on Switch? It is, and I actually purchased that one when it was on sale uh, about three or four weeks ago. In fact, it was the weekend before you took your vacation. Well, not vacation, but you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> I found it on sale at GameStop for like 30 bucks. I might have to pick that one up because that's another one of the Final Fantasies that I missed. If they put thirteen, like the thirteen trilogy on Switch, I'll probably buy those too. Even though I don't really particularly think they're great games, but I have good memories of those games. I, so. I would buy it just for thirteen too. If they put the trilogy out, I would buy the entire trilogy just for thirteen too. That game came out when I was working at GameStop, and you know, managers were required or co-managers or managers, whatever I was back then were required to take a one-week vacation. And so they basically forced me out of my store and said, you're not allowed to come in. Your supervisors have it. And 13.2 is the game that I played during that week. I played it start to finish in that one week I was off. Nice. So, Awesome. What else have you been playing, Steve? Um, that's it. What else have you been buying, Steve? Uh, not much this week actually well all right well i expect a full swag report from you next week um but until that time i think we've made it to the end of the show lucas you don't have to do any of these closing show duties and it's weird for me to come back and do them after two weeks gone so i'm i'm sympathizing with you here man but until that time like I really only want you to go to infendo.com and do all the things there. Check the Discord. Go take a look at the merch shop. We actually have some cool items on the merch store these days. Um, go do all the things from infendo.com and, you know, come say hi in Discord. That, that'd be a really cool win in my book. Um, but, Lucas, where are you winning and where the, can the people find you doing so? Oh, I don't know. I'm not winning too much these days, but when I do, I guess it's over at chromaticu.com. Um, <laughs> that's pretty much your one-stop shop for what's going on in my life. Um, haven't been live streaming, but it's a new month. I'm about ready to enter a new world of my game, so I think tomorrow night we're going to be working on that a little bit. If the gods allow. Uh, other than that, just hang out in our Twitch. Come say hi. We're all there. So that's kind of my whole thing. Awesome. Steve, where can the people find you these days? Um, like I say, I think either tomorrow or Friday I'm going to stream Final Fantasy X 2, and that'll be over at twitch.tv slash Gentus. Um, keep an eye on my Twitter at Gentus1 for all the latest updates from me and visit me in my Minecraft channel. It's not even the Infendo Minecraft channel at this point. It's Steve's Minecraft Rehabilitation Group, I think is what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> 
somebody helps Steve to um, cure his Minecraft addiction. Addiction, rather. All right, well, we are going to get out of here. But before we do, it's the final show of the month. So we're going to say thank you to everybody who was a patron. Thank you so much for being a friend. We're going to start at the top of the list with Andrew Searson. Then we have Apollo Lemon, Daniel Gaskin, E.P. Knothead, Jonathan Lewis, Malik Emerus, Mark Nowak, Metal Mike, Michael Larson, Mustard Giant Cow, minus 64, Phantom, Robert Gagnon, Schnazzy One, Sky Pharaoh, Slacker Monkey, and the Brianosaurus. Thank you for being patrons. If you want your name read in this list, just come throw us a few bucks over on Patreon. Actually, now is, the, is a really good time to do that because we're really starting to ramp up our Patreon efforts, and I hear that Justin is going to have some outtakes here for us shortly, so go check those out. All right, well, until that time, we will see you all next week. We'll see you all next month. Goodbye. Peace. Bye-bye. Ever wonder what happens when we go on break on Twitch? Well, you'll never know unless you're a member of our Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash infendoradio for the $10 level, you'll get access to everything that we cut out.